The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The entrepreneurial spirit is to dream and to do. We are Building America. Kendrick joins us now. He's the CEO of Republic. Hey, Kendrick, how are you? Dog, thank you so much for having me. Love to be in your show. Is it, is it republic.com? Is that your website or .co? No, .co, .co, republic.co. Okay. okay, good. Tell us about Republic. So we are an investment platform where everyone, doesn't matter what your income or your net worth may be, you can invest small amounts in startups that we have curated from traditional tech startups to crypto projects. This is really smart. I love this from so many angles. First of all, from a business owner, it's really cool because sounds like y'all a couple of bookies because you get, you're going to make a little bit of profit from bringing, from bringing people together. Nothing wrong with that. That's good. But you're also helping people on both sides of the equation. Yeah, you know, we've always been, as whether it's a consumer or, or a, a fan of, of uh, a business or, or an artist, it gives an opportunity to, to ride along on, on that business success. You know, why shouldn't you, right? Like the next Facebook, really, the, the earliest investors should be the Facebook users, not, not Peter Thiel uh, years later on. So that's the, the thesis behind it. So, yeah, so on one side of the equation, you're helping the people who need to raise funds for their businesses. These are people who are struggling. On the other side, you get to help people that are looking for some investments. Absolutely. And, you know, kids from middle America or Texas do not have any access to Silicon Valley or New York. You know, they really don't get much of the venture capital money at all. So this is a a way for for them to get financing uh, and also to encourage everyone to to invest small amounts that they can lose. Well, and one of the difficult things, a lot of these businesses, these smaller businesses, they don't need a million dollars. They don't need 10 million. Sometimes they need 25,000. They need 50,000. And so it's a it's a smaller hurdle to get over if you have some, you know, a handful of smaller investors. But the problem is, and I don't think most people realize this unless they've tried to start a business. If you're out there trying to raise capital and you go to somebody that has millions, maybe billions of dollars and you say, I just need $200,000 to start this business. They go, nah, it's too small for me. It's not worth my time to even mess around with it. But if you say to them, Kendrick, you go, okay, I need, you know, a million dollars then, two million. They go, ooh, that's a lot of money to risk. Tell me about your... <laughs> they don't want to take the risk of the bigger money, but the value isn't there on the smaller amounts. A hundred percent. And people don't realize that companies like Whole Foods and, uh, and Dell have all started with less than $100,000. Exactly like what you said. It's that little capital that you have at the beginning that enables you to, to build out some products and convince big check investors that you don't have wealthy relatives, you don't have savings to, to help you with that initial, that, that first roadblock. Um, how are you going to get there? And I think that's a challenge that until now, uh, entrepreneurs outside of, um, you know, kind of like the metropolitan areas of, of the country really uh, are in need of. Now, you used to, uh, a lot of people are probably not, most of the audience isn't that probably familiar with Republic, your, your new company, Republic.co, but you also worked uh, at Angel's List, and I think, or Angel List, a lot of people probably know that. 
Yes, yes. I mean, that's a, a company, it's, it's one of its um, fame is that Uber raised the very first million dollars on, on AngelList. If you invested $100 in that very first round, today on paper, that $100 is worth somewhere between $1.5 to $2 million. Oh, <laughs> drives me yeah, up no, the wall. Uh, that's not to say that every investment is an investment in Uber, right? Right. Out of nine, you probably get zero back, and one out of ten is a huge return. That's why that's the name of the game in early stage investing. is very different than, than traditional stuff. You know, it's funny. when I remember over the years hearing uh, different um, companies like Uber where it was something new. And my hesitation in investing in those companies, number one, is... How easy is it to invest? You know, where do I find them? Well, with a company like yours, it's much easier because it's, you know, you can go and it's all laid out. Number two, it's not understanding what they're trying to do. And logistic, not understanding the logistics. So I I think to myself, wow, that's pretty cool. Wow, but how would you do this? And what about that? Well, that's their job. They come up with the answers for it. But it just seems so overwhelming. I'm like, I don't know if that's going to work. You know, and that's why uh, enabling people to invest small amount, not $10,000. You know, on, on Republic, we take as little as $10, even on a credit card. Uh, the whole the name of the game here is to warm people up to, uh, to early investing in, in companies that somehow speak to them. Um, after all, billions of dollars are spent in lottery tickets and, and, and tens of billions are lost in the casino every year. But I do think that, that uh, a small amount um, can go a long way with innovation and the economy overall. And some of the companies you guys have on your website, like Bellhop, is 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 an all-in-one ride-hailing app. So if you got and you have Light, a phone designed to be used as little as possible, and something about wine, high-quality prosecco, reinventing the category. So the the companies you guys have there, you know, are not stupid companies. They're pretty awesome companies. Thank you, thank you. We, uh, you know, we have a pretty uh, highly vetted process. Out of 3,000 applications, we've selected five dozen to feature. Um, and soon enough, you're going to see restaurants, you know, food trucks, uh, enabling people to invest in businesses that they see around them every day uh, and not just high tech. So if somebody has a business they want to uh, put on Republic, how does that work? And if when you invest... Um, is it like a traditional stock? I don't understand how that works. For sure, for sure. So uh, uh, every company just standard information. Typically, the financials, the business plan, also known as the pitch deck. Um, and we go through. We make sure that the founders, the team, haven't committed fraud. They haven't gone bankrupt in in recent years. Uh, we apply the usual lens of validation for investors you know all the mumbo jumbo about convertible notes about preferred stock the general thesis is this you put in say a hundred bucks if the company does 10 times as well and get bought out by amazon well you get approximately 8 to 11 x your return if the company goes bankrupt then you get nothing back most of the time, it's an all-or-nothing value proposition. Okay. Um, the tip, the instruments, the, the financial documents that memorialize those terms take many forms. I see. Okay. That uh, that explains it quite a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through the platform now, and it seems pretty easy to use as well. Uh, did I see you have a cryptocurrency that you're working with? 
or working on? Yes, we um, also help, well, at the end of the day, blockchain projects, actually startups, right? And the tokens, the so-called crypto assets being offered, it's just a form of, like, rights. So if the company does very well, the tokens rise in value, and you can sell them. If the company doesn't do well, the tokens have no value. So very much so on Republic, we have and will feature uh, token projects uh, and token sale as well. This is really interesting too because I'm filling out as we talk, I'm filling out to you know become a member, sign up. And number five says limits. Generally, investors are limited to $2,200 per year depending yeah. on their net worth and income. Yep, yep. So the law only changed recently. This is only two years ago that it doesn't matter what your income may be that you're, that you're allowed to, to invest in, in private stock. But, um, you know, the good people in D.C. Uh, impose a limit saying that, hey, we don't want, you know, you guys, Republic, out there to say things and get a student to invest $200,000 that she doesn't have. So we're going to put a arbitrary limit to 2200 bucks. Anyone can invest up to that amount. Above that, we got to ask what your net worth or your income uh, is in order to determine wow. how much more you can put in. Yeah. So what's next for you? Where do you grow next? Uh, we, uh, the long-term vision for, for Republic Dog is uh, we want to be Amazon for private investing. That's where nice. millions of people uh, invest a small amount in addition to buying products as easy as making a transaction on Amazon. And we think out of that, you're going to have new businesses across America and beyond. And uh, I do think that this is going to usher in a new wave of, of economic progress that's not limited to just Silicon Valley and, and New York City. Yeah, I think uh, without question, you are on the precipice of a new way of doing things. We're, we're all looking, you know, kind of into the abyss of the future and not knowing fully where it's going. But we will likely look back, you know, 50 years from now and, you know, the things that have been standard now, traditional investing, stock market is going to be completely different. I think you are going to see more uh, companies funded like this. What it fully looked like, fully looks like, we don't know. Yes, and, and uh, you know, there's a lot of hype about blockchain and crypto market, and yes, there's a lot of fraud schemes out there, but the technology itself, blockchain, I think it's shorter. It's going to be two years and not 10 that much of financial services, the financial service ecosystem that we know of today will fundamentally change. I'm not sure that your kid will grow up using U.S. dollar bills and not, not a crypto wallet. It's a great point. How difficult it was at starting a company like this? Because there's, I mean, you're dealing with the financial world, man. There's a lot of rules and regulations yeah. and hurdles. Yeah. You know, I got to say, you know, I've been a Vietnamese immigrant that's been living like the American dream, and much of it is just opportunity for good people handed my way. I, I grew up and went to law school and was a securities lawyer in New York and went back to, to, uh, to California, and the people at AngelList uh, took a bet on me and uh, hired me as, as their general counsel. So that really opened up the network and, uh, and, and the institutional knowledge that, that, um, that was necessary to do this type of a company, which requires both 
legal understanding, engineering, and business understanding. So it's, uh, fintech is one of the more difficult business models to execute. That's a that's a great point. All right, so people can find you at republic.co, republic.co. Is that right? Absolutely, republic.co, and uh, you can find me on LinkedIn as well, Kendrick Wynn, and I promise I get back to everyone who reaches out. Sounds great, and we'll go ahead and uh, link to your social media accounts and promote it on ours, okay? Thank you so much, sir. Have a wonderful day, and I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks, Kendrick. Really appreciate it, buddy. Thank you for the kind words. Hey, it's Doc Thompson, and you're listening to The Morning Blaze, and if you like what you're hearing on this show, then you probably will like Pat Gray Unleashed, available now wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.